0: data analytics and artificial intelligence are today the most important platforms to support the growth of any organization in this area derivo is a strategic partner offering to their customers expert services that include data management data visualization predictive analytics business intelligence data science data security and cloud computing we have helped customers like hsbc Sanofi and Beambo to generate significant savings in their business, identifying new growth opportunities and reducing risk through data analytical platforms that improve their decision making, transforming companies to be more informed with data-driven decisions. Derivo is a partner of the best data analytics technologies: Power BI, ClickSense, Tableau, Snowflake, Databricks, Synapse, Azure Machine Learning, etc. Staff your data analytics backlog in a nearshore schema with a certified team of consultants. Derivo, release the power of data.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Beverly Wright, and welcome to Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Deepak Joes, Global Director of One Demand Data and Analytics at Mars Wrigley. And we're talking about building data science and AI capabilities to last. Welcome to Tag Data Talk.
2: Excited to be here, Burley. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, I'm really excited to be back in Atlanta as well after a long time.
1: Awesome. Yeah, you flew in from New York. That's great. Thank you for being here. It's uh, probably warmer, I guess, but maybe the same.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm coming back after six years, actually. I used oh. to live in Atlanta for almost a decade. So, very excited to be here.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, you have a big fancy title Global Director, One Demand DNA. So, tell us, why are you so cool?
2: See, once you work for Mars, you can call yourself a Martian. Not many companies <laughs> offer that. The second thing, when you meet somebody, you can always give them some M&Ms and stickers to begin with. Oh, I like so that. So I think that, is, that adds to my cool factor. But more importantly, my, I have the opportunity to represent the One Demand Data and Analytics team we are a group of data scientists data engineers devops practitioners and product strategy leaders who are focusing on driving value to the organization breaking down silos within the organization so that we can future-proof our business we are a business problem first team how we can use data analytics ai to solve the complex business problems for the organization.
1: Nice, okay. Do you guys, are you all center of excellence? Do you serve like finance and HR, people analytics, all that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, so we we support more than 10 different domains nice. now. So okay. revenue growth management is one, media is another one, portfolio, innovation, R&D. So there are different, different domains that we are supporting actually. Love it. Now, we are not the only data analytics practice within Marsh Recley. we work with multiple teams which are embedded within other businesses as well.
1: Okay, excellent. So we're talking about building data science and AI capabilities to last. And I I think that to last is really important because people have been building data science and AI capabilities for a while, but you talked about to last um, as being sort of a a passion point for you. Um, But before we dig into that little suffix there, tell us more about um, what we mean by these capabilities are we talking about data science products of some sort are we talk what do we can you describe it is it models
2: absolutely absolutely so I think the way I think about uh, data and analytics is about how can we build a single source of truth how can we build a connected decision making for the organization in large organizations like CPG retail companies what we see is that Uh, You might have heard the story of four blind people explaining an elephant. Mm -hmm. Now, so somebody touching the trunk, calling it something, somebody touching the tail, somebody touching the leg. And that is happening in large organization. A sales function explains, the elephant in the room in this case is our consumer. Uh, Sales function explains the consumer a certain way. The marketing function explains the same consumer a different way. Supply chain explains the consumer a different way. And so, and it goes on and on. And our purpose is we need to have one single source of truth when we talk about our consumer, because a goal of a company is to give the best integrated brand experience to our consumers. Mm -hmm. To drive that, so that is the foundation of what we do. Mm -hmm. To to drive that connected decision-making, to explain the elephant in the room or consumer, we need to build on a connected data foundation. I see. Now, so let's say, Beverly, you are a consumer. You are planning for your Halloween mm-hmm. um, and you want to have, uh, to think about some of the chocolates that you are going to buy. Mm-hmm. So as a, leader in the space the as a as you are a consumer of ours we need to help when you are thinking about planning to buy a product when you're deciding to shop we need to engage with you when you're going and clicking and buying or going to a store and buying things we have to think about you and in many cases all of these Uh, areas when you, as a consumer, you are engaging is it is managed by different parts of the team. So how can you leverage the power of data analytics and data products to break the silos within the organization Mm -hmm. so that we can give you the best consumer experience?
1: Okay. So some of the data science and AI capabilities are around really understanding that consumer at a depth of individualized and seeing the sort of experience from start to finish of how they consume your brand and uh, their perceptions of it and that sort of thing
2: absolutely absolutely you don't want a marketing to take a decision which is not in line with the sales right which is not in line with the supply chain or operation or or operation right exactly think about this you go to a dot com site like amazon.com or walmart.com to buy a product now to win in search in these platforms the media team or like the marketing team would be putting dollars to win in search. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say we win in search and we don't have the supply chain signals. And if that product is out of stock, mm-hmm. we would have spent a lot of money to win on search with no availability to serve the consumer. Right. So Having breaking that silo is very important for us. Okay. So that is the theme of one demand rather than having a sales uh-huh. analytics or a marketing analytics separately. So we want to have a one demand analytics.
1: I see. I see. That's where the name comes from. Okay. Absolutely. Well, there must be a certain status quo that you have to kind of break through in order to build these capabilities. Can you describe sort of like how do you create the innovation? Like how do you... It's difficult because you're going day in and day out. You're sort of on the treadmill. But how do you sort of break that status quo?
2: See, I think um, I'll share a story which one of my mentors told me uh, when I was doing analytics consulting. So uh, do you know how do uh, lions, a pride of lion, hunt gazelles? Tell. So, see, gazelles can run twice as fast as lions. They run really fast Mm -hmm. and they are really agile. The young lions chase the gazelles and the older lions would be waiting. When the older, uh, the gazelles are close, the lions would jump and roar. yeah? Mm -hmm. And the gazelles out of fear, I mean, they would be like a deer in front of a headlight. They can't run. Mm -hmm. And that fear, because of the fear, they can't move. The lions would have them for their lunch. Mm-hmm. But do you know how do some of the gazelles who escape? I guess, they, the, yeah. The, the the gazelles they continue to run and they can simply jump through the lion. Mm-hmm. Now. And it's because gazelles are faster, they're agile. Now, my mentor told me this story and it stuck with me. This is the life of a data scientist in any large organization where gazelles, the young gazelles are the data scientist professionals Mm -hmm. who are young, fast, agile, and the old lions are the orthodoxy in the company. Mm. Now, if you want to escape the orthodoxy, there is only one factor you need to have the courage to jump through them actually you need to have the courage to be agile and that courage makes a huge factor now i think as a data analytics practitioner i in the beginning i thought that building a better model is going to drive success for me but it is not what i've realized is that my understanding of the organizational culture my And the ability to influence change within the organization, that is going to be more important. So my advice to anybody who is listening, who who is a data scientist professional, be that gazelle, get the courage, challenge the status quo. Mm -hmm. That's how you are going to drive a significant Organizational. Change. Oh,
1: nice! We got all kind of animals today—elephants and gazelles and lions. I think some people want to be the lion, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Mm. Um, you mentioned something um, that I wanted to unpack just a little bit, which is um, the freezing. You know that you know initially maybe the gazelle is kind of frozen like a deer in a headlight. Mm. What do you, what does that look like for organizationally? If you were to draw that parallel, see, I think uh, in in many
2: cases. Uh, so let's let's say uh, in the last one year we are actively seeing new large language models coming yes, to pace yes. a lot of new generative ai now and there it is creating a lot of positive hype for us because this is for the first time leaders are able to leverage llms for their own use mm-hmm. now it is being used by everybody now that was not the case for a period of time when i'm um, i'm sure beverly you will be able to connect to it as data and analytics used to be considered as a back-end function mm-hmm. and this is a group of people who would sit in the basement and build a solution for right. people who are in the front office and that has completely changed now we are being invited to be part of the table That's right. and at at some point in the future the kind of talent that we are able to attract in data and analytics the the people with the best iq and the eq being in the table i think this team is going to create the table for the future because mm-hmm. technology while is uh, technology why it is going to help us solve this business problem in faster, cheaper and easier way. And that is going to help us quite a bit.
1: I love it. Uh, Before I talk about silos, because I can imagine that you're having to break through silos and you talk about this one demand. But before I go into that, I do want to go back to something else that you had said, which is Mm. around uh, the balance of IQ-EQ, which I sort of draw a parallel parallel to um, your discussion around, like I always thought when I was, you know, earlier in my career that a better model would mm. would do the trick. You know, if I had just this great model, it would sort of sell itself. And now that you're longer in your career and a little more, you know, um, experienced, you're saying it's not necessarily that. There's this EQ part. There's this uh, advocacy. Can you talk about influencing a little bit in comparison to something? Because I got to tell you real mm. quick, Deepak, that a lot of people listening right now think that if they just build the best freaking model then people are just going to run and adopt it. But you're saying that's not necessarily true, that it's not about building the best model. So can you uh, make Absolutely, sure, yeah, absolutely. See, it. I think
2: uh, when, it, see, when it comes to data and analytics, we need to think about data and analytics not only as a tool building or a product building, mm-hmm. you need to think about it as a capability building. And whenever we are building a capability, it is important to think about the fact that it is not about Tools, but it is about people. Mm. Now, if you want to influence people, it is not only really about tools, you need to think about uh, are we talking to the right people in the organization? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you trying to train and upskill? the people who are going to use the capabilities? Mm-hmm. Is it embedded within the right kind of processes? And are you do you have the best organizational culture to adopt changes? Now, I have always worked for CPG companies, great American brands who are more than 100 years old, right? right. Now, we have an internal joke in our data science. Sometimes we have a digital tool, but the processes that we have to embedded these Tools, too, are Jurassic in nature. You cannot embed a digital tour in a Jurassic process. So that is something to keep in mind. But the most important thing, the culture of the company, when the leaders start asking data-driven questions, the associates will start giving data-driven answers. So Mm -hmm. having that buy-in from the top is going to be very important. Now, over my... Uh, career in data analytics. One thing I keep on telling this, for every $1 invested in building data and analytics products, we need to build, invest another $1 in organizational culture and change management. Oh, nice. okay. I think that is going to be very important. That's where the exponential impact of data analytics is going to come to play.
1: Yeah. And you've been here in terms um, lately and seeing job postings for director director of analytics or data science engagement. You know, or exactly. or, or mm-hmm. en- enablement, you know, how do I get people to, how do I enable a culture to get us to that point? I've also had um, former students uh, from different places I've taught that will come to me as a mentee and say, I've I've got this deck and I can't get them to listen. What can I do to change the deck? Exactly. It's not the deck, man. You got to like meet with these people. You got to understand their business. You got to instill some trust. Like there's a whole relationship thing here. So I definitely hear what you're saying. Um, and speaking of relationships, there um, you talk about this one demand uh, DNA, which that's amazing because a lot of companies I've seen are just cannot do it; they just cannot. Um, but help me understand how um, you've been able to successfully sort of break some of the silos to create I, that that I, vision. I think,
2: so when I when I talked about it, like when first of all, One Demand is a larger initiative within our organization, which is sponsored by the president of Mark Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is primarily driven by the chief growth officer of the company. We have a vice president who is focusing on breaking the silos between the uh, the human intelligence function and the data and analysis. Function as well. So there are a lot of people. We have functions like uh, the human resources team at Mars, we call it the PNO. The piano team plays an important role in training and upskilling the team. We have a finance function who keeps us uh, focused on financial due diligence so that we spend dollars on building value to the company. And see, data and analytics is a part of it right breaking the silos is a part of it but it it as as the saying goes it takes a village to drive that to break the silo or like to raise a child, I mean, I mean, same same thing. To build a one demand kind of a mindset, it is not really a one function. It's not a technical job. It is a job of the organization to mm-hmm. make it successful.
1: Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, cool. And how how do you know you've won? I mean, we're talking about something that's pretty a big deal, right? Building data science and AI capabilities to last. How do you know that you've gotten there? I mean, sure, it's a journey and it maybe never ends. But how do you at least know that you're making progress?
2: Yeah. So I think. Uh, now, while I have uh, uh, told you the data and analytics capability should be built to last, which is a sustainable way, mm-hmm. I think I want to add one more theme, then I'll get into the measurement of success. Mm-hmm. Now, as as the, I mean, I love to tell stories. I'm going to tell one more story. Is here. it about animals? I know. This time, not animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, this story is about uh, uh, the Central American country, Honduras, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about a bridge. In the 1930s, Honduras as a country is prone to a lot of natural disasters, earthquakes, hurricanes, etc. The So what happened in 1930s, the Honduran government collaborated with the U.S. government to build a bridge to connect to vast majority of the land and uh, that became a tourist attraction itself that bridge was built to withstand the hurricanes Mm -hmm. it's called the choluteka bridge Uh, several decades later another hurricane hit the country now that hurricane mitch so because of the flooding the river changed its course nothing happened to the bridge but now you have a bridge with no water under the bridge. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I I heard the story from an innovator, Brett. So it resonated a lot with me. Now, large organization has the ability to keep on investing dollars to build things only to last. Mm -hmm. My call to action is we don't have to only to build to last. We have to also build to adapt.
1: Oh, gotcha.
2: Yeah. So what does that mean? So, all of us went through a hurricane kind of a situation in all our life three years back when pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Now, the consumer preferences changed. People have started buying a lot of uh, groceries online or a lot of uh, things online. And that as a uh, food company, it had an important impact on it. Mm-hmm. Now, if we had built our data and analytics system only to last rather than build to adapt, mm-hmm. we would, would not have been able to integrate the new data sources to of the new consumer preference we would not have been able to build a new data sciences models machine learning algorithms because of the fact that we owned a white box solution with a solid foundations uh, which we can keep on uh adapting mm-hmm. we were able to so my uh key call to action is while you are building things to last you should also think about building to adapt yes now measurement of success now our sponsor for our team is the CFO of the company. Mm -hmm. Now we have financial matrices that we are looking at Mm -hmm. now. So for example, gross profit is is one of the key metric, which has been asked by our leadership team to focus. Now, Gross profit when you are putting uh, the outcome of a company to a dollar number, mm-hmm. here is the advantage. Now, we are not only really thinking about generating insights from data, we are also thinking about insights to execution and execution to action and the action being implemented within the market so that we can track it on your PNL. So, we have financial matrices. We are a private company. I won't be able to divulge financials, but sure, we yeah. have uh, definitely driven. Uh, three digit million dollars uh, when it comes to profitability improvement or the uh, existence of the one demand data analytics nice. team.
1: Nice. Nice. I love it. Yep, so you connect everything you do in data science and in, in AI to some kind of outcome that is financially measured and that's how exactly, you're able to- tell. Exactly, okay. Now,
2: the, the, it can be a long-term yeah. uh, measure or a, it can be a short-term measure. Uh, we also look at the adoption of the tool. Right, right like, I mean, gotcha. So Adoption is another aspect of it. A lot of things needs to be true before we can call a financial value. If people, yeah. you can have the best tool, but nobody uses it, yeah. then why have you built it? Right. I mean, It is not going to add any value to the company. So that's the uh, key thing. So you need to embed these tools into the existing processes and whatnot.
1: Love it, love it. Great, okay, this is a lot of great information. If you were to give one final piece of advice to somebody trying to build data science and AI capabilities that are adaptable and last, what is that final piece of advice?
2: Uh, See, I grew up in India. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my leadership principles uh, are influenced by Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. She once told this thing, not all of us can do great things, but all of us can do small things with great love. And that would be the advice that I have for all of you. I want you to Find that one thing, that small thing that you are really passionate about. I want you to embrace it, do a great job with it, and you will be able to hit the ball out of the path. Find your small things with great love. At Mars, we say the world we want tomorrow starts with how we do business today. I hope your tomorrow starts today.
1: I love it. Thank you. Deepak Joe from Mars Wrigley, talking about building data science and AI capabilities to last. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much, Beverly. I really enjoyed the questions. I thank you for the invitation once again.